Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Ladies and gentlemen, I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. It's in this league. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. Come again with Scott Bogman and Chris Welsh. Can't wait. What does that do? Did that blow your mind? That just happened. What is up? How is everybody doing? This is In This League with Chris Welsh, Scott Bogman. We equal In This League, if you didn't realize that. If you thought there was another entity. What if there's a third person? Can you imagine a third In This League person? People have tried. People have been out there. People have tried to glom on. The what's that? Only if it was Chris Pavona. That's the only way. Pavona, maybe. Yeah, we've had people. We've had people that, like, you know. They wanted in. They wanted in the inner circle, but we were like, "Hey, buddy, we don't know you. We don't. Circle you're not of trust. You're not in the. We, this is not the wolf pack yet. This is a two pack. <laughs> Pavona's working on the three pack. I'd is like it the wolf pack. pack because I look like um, what's his name? You from, did uh, the Hangover. At one point, you did look like. Yeah, I did. His name? No hair anymore. What's his stupid so. name? Zach Alphanakis. Uh, Zach Alphanakis. Uh, ah, I, I actually look like him from the second. You, yeah, that's true. Yeah, when your hair is a little bit longer. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, because he shaved it. Ah, great point. Right. You should, oh, that if Halloween was still here, you could, like, take a picture, and you could do that. Yeah, so, maybe next year. <laughs> maybe next year you can shave it. Uh, crazy, crazy week of sports. we got a lot to cover. We've got some cool stuff we're going to do in the next segment, but, I mean, it would be, we'd be remiss to not, like, just, like, I'm devastated by the Roy Holiday stuff. Like, it's, yeah. it's crazy to me. I, I don't think it ever gets... I don't think it ever gets like normal or anything like that when that type of stuff happens, but it's just jarring, you know. I mean, and, and you know, there's and what I hate, what I don't, I hate this, and it really tests my patience as a human being. Is the people that take the opportunity when a famous person dies to just take that opportunity to crap on everybody for caring that a famous person dies, and they're just like, well, you know, people die all the time, or people take the incident that happens like this this a-hole Boston radio station that did this, and they used it in, to their advantage to just shame the whole incident. It's just disgusting stuff. But people do all of that in the vein of this happening. But listen, like, we grew up knowing these people. Jose Fernandez, people grew up, like, with him. There were minor league players that this happened to. There's football players. Roy Holiday, all of us saw his well, not entire to mention his career. wife and children. You know, yeah, I mean, families and have stuff. a little respect. You know, yeah, it's it, like and, we had um, in Arizona, we were playing the Cardinals uh, when Daryl Kyle died. And yes. we had a local radio idiot call up his wife and ask her out on a date. This is horrible people. Did that really happen? You don't remember that? Oh, well, it was no. a whole thing, dude. Oh, it was a whole thing. Guy's a scumbag. He immediately it, got fired. And you know what? I think these guys in Boston should immediately be fired. This this idiot, these couple I, I, the words I want to say, I'm so infuriated with it, and I've been calling them out on Twitter. And anybody that just is like okay with the stuff, like who cares? Like you know, we don't need to talk about the circumstances to any of this stuff. We don't need to, you know, the Jose Fernandez stuff or this. It doesn't matter. Someone died, and whether you want to take the route of you know you have the the big shootings that happen or whatever it is, this is someone that has been in people's lives in some capacity. So it hits home sometimes. It's a reminder. It's craziness. It's very sad. I loved Roy Holiday. I know Bogman did. 
Uh, so, yeah. you know, God willing and Godspeed to him and the whole family and just, just everything. But uh, we've got other stuff to talk about, of course. Football, football, football. Don't go anywhere. We're going to do top five at each position. Maybe a little bit Jalen Ramsey, too. Coming up. Hey, I'm Melissa. And I'm Jill. And we're the interns. The, the Fancy Sports Radio Network and DKMS want to send you to Minnesota this February. All you have to do is play our big game trivia challenge sponsored by DKMS. Starting next week, answer four questions right, and you're heading to the big game. Tune in to find out when the contest will be running. So what are you waiting for? Play the big game trivia challenge sponsored by DKMS, only on the Fancy Sports Radio Network. I told him almost every play that he was weak, that he was off. But to demonstrate facts, he just couldn't handle the truth. This is facts. Um, told him that his time almost up. Uh, told him that it was easy, which it was. He had one catch for six yards. Uh, I was just out there spitting facts to him. So, I mean, I pushed him every single play. We can go back and look at the film. I pushed him every single play. I told him to stop putting his hand on me. It's a run play. Don't even put your hand on me. So he put his hand on me. I pushed him again. He just felt this. He weak. I mean, he's small. You know, some people are mentally strong. Um, he wasn't during the game. He wasn't mentally strong. <laughs> Welcome back. It is in this league, and that was Jalen Ramsey completely, completely owning AJ Green. Those were his comments, not after the game. But they were like, I think today, like practice comments where people were, of course, still getting in on the Jalen Ramsey, A.J. Green fiasco, which, by the way, I just you heard the, the laughter after at the end. Bogman, listening to Jalen Ramsey, I don't know if you got this at all. Have you ever heard? OK, you've seen the meme where the dude is like the like guy, the rapper, and then all the friends are like, oh, that's what you heard oh, in yeah. the background there. Have yeah, you ever heard so... the guy? No. No, okay. I haven't heard. I like my favorite version is the Photoshop with Obama's face. Oh God, it's the greatest one of all time. And it's then like the Hillary one. and like and uh, Biden and stuff are in the background. <laughs> like, oh, it's the greatest of all time. Well, that that's a that's like a web series. And the guy's name, ah, dang it, I I, I can't remember his name now. Maybe I I, I sent it this over because I want to play getting, this. You're getting old. Your time's I'm almost up. Old. You're weak. I'm totally weak. I'm totally <laughs> weak. I'm not. I'm not relevant anymore. I'm AJ Green. I'm the AJ Green of this show. But listening to him talk, Jalen Ramsey didn't say anything like, like he wasn't really going at him. It was just really, he was like, yeah, I told him he was weak. I, I told him he's soft. Like when I heard him talking, I was like, this is the rap guy. This is the guy. Super hot fire. That's it. Thank you. Thank you, Pavona. Super That's hot where fire. super hot fire is the guy's name. And so listen to this real quick. Pavona, you, you should have this up. This is a clip from that meme that you've seen. And it's like a joke rap thing. But when I heard when I heard Super Hot Fire, all I hear is Jalen Ramsey. Play that for us, Pavona. First of all, I'm not a rapper. I broke up with my ex-girl. Here's a number. Psych! That's the wrong number! Oh! There's one more. So hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, Jalen Ramsey. Get him, Jalen. That make you feel? What? Get him, Jalen. Sweet dollar tea from McDonald's. Yep. I drink that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Super hot fire. I spit that. Tell him, Jalen. Two and a half men. I watched that. Oh! Oh! <laughs> God, we own that AJ Green. I'm telling you. 
That was Jalen Ramsey. That was essentially Jalen Ramsey's <laughs> comments. He was like, that A.J. If Green. Just, if the reporters just would have done that, it would have been the best thing that's ever happened in the world. Oh, it would have broke the internet. Oh, my God. Dude, damn it. Why isn't the internet better? Why aren't people better? If, <laughs> if oh, God, after Jalen Ramsey was like, I told him he was soft. If four reporters would have just put their hands on their face like Home Alone Kid and, and just went, oh, the internet is dead. <laughs> Everything is done. Everything is done for. It would have been the greatest moment ever. But I'm telling you. Go listen. Yeah, we're not going to do it again. But go online, listen to Jalen Ramsey talk, and then go listen to Super Hot Fire. And that is the same. That is just the same thing that happened. Same and they voice. both owned AJ Green. Exactly. You know, it's funny when he said AJ Green is old. Do you, do you know when AJ Green was drafted? He's not that old. I remember watching AJ Green uh, at Georgia, and it yeah. seems like it was not that long ago. I mean, isn't AJ Green like thirty? He's yeah, he's thirty and uh, twenty nine. Four years older than him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So uh, he he came in the league in twenty eleven. So it's just funny to to think that he's old, but he you know for the NFL he's kind of old. You know he's you know he's he's I guess some guys could be in their prime at thirty, but he ain't. Jalen Ramsey's a stupid millennial. He's a stupid millennial just hating on us people <laughs> that are slowly you know slowly just becoming irrelevant. We're slow and we're weak. That, I mean, Jalen Ramsey was just talking to us. It kind of hit home a little bit. I was like, yeah. Mm, kind of, I mean, yeah, exactly. I'm like, he's old. His time is up. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. If his time is up, I got one foot in the grave. So, it's going to be rough. It's going to be rough for, uh, for how us. How so, many I don't know. Uh, 100 reception seasons for AJ Gray? Uh, how many total seasons does he have? Eight? Yep. I will say one. Zero. Because he's is soft. He really? He's weak. He's, weak. He, he had, he's weak. he had a 97 and a 98. That was 2012, his sophomore year, and then 2013 he had 98, 97, 98. Uh, since then, his highest was 86 in 2015. Uh, last year, he only played 10 games. He had 66 this year, 39. You know what Jalen Ramsey zero he should go? Point zero. <laughs> zero point zero, exactly. <laughs> Jalen Ramsey should go buy a, a baby doll and put it an AJ Green uniform on it and a bottle, and he should walk around practice with it. Like, uh, I would really lay in. <laughs> like, that's how I would really lay in. I'd be like, well, I got to carry AJ because he's soft and weak. I got to carry him around. You know what well, I mean? Well, I mean, he should do that before they play uh, Cincinnati, but they're not going to play him again this season because it would have to be in the playoffs. And that's not happening with Cincinnati. All right. No. Well, we got a lot to cover here. Uh, I will open the uh, the lines up to everybody. If anybody wants to call in, listen, trade deadlines are coming up. If you've got trade questions, you got pickup questions, you can call us anytime, 844-84-FNTSY. Uh, I looked at the, the abbreviation and the number at the same time, and it confused me. 844 844- <laughs> 84 FNTSY. That was my soft week mind working. Or 844 843 You guys can call in with trade questions, whatever it is. You can also tweet us, is it the Welsh, Bogman Sports, FNTSY Radio, any, all of that works. And we'll be glad to talk about it if it's on air with you. Or if we see your tweets and we can get to it, we'll do that. We can talk trades, pickups, all of that stuff as well. What we're going to do here over the next hour, there's a debate going on in the ITL universe. And it had to do with a specific player. But what it sparked was the conversation of rest of season and next year. Who are the best players right now? Because it gets a little muddied, especially when you think about injuries. So we're going to talk about the top five players at each position rest of season. And then we're going to take a little glance into next year. So we're going to do quarterback. We're going to try to get quarterbacks in this segment. Then we'll do running backs and wide receivers. So if you've got takes 
on who belongs there. If you don't like one that we did or you love one or whatever, or you want to weigh in, you're more than welcome to call in as well. 844-84-FNTSY. But when, when, I, when I heard top five, I was thinking, well, this is kind of like the top 40 list in Casey Kasem. And guess what? We have our own Casey Kasem in the house. It's Casey Pavona. Hit it. <laughs> From the, top, from the top of the Fantasy Sports Network studios in New York City, with the help of our affiliates in Phoenix, Arizona, I'm Casey Kasem, and these are the top five players for the rest of 2017, and we start with the quarterbacks. Thank you very much, Casey Pavona. We very much appreciate that. <laughs> Fantastic job. Great. A plus. That's incredible. Uh, Casey Kasem impression, by the way. How did you uh, come about that amazing impression, Pavona? I will Casey tell you Kasem that, guys. I'll tell you that uh, maybe at the end of the uh, segment. At the end of the okay. hour, excuse well, me. Well, you know what? How about this? You tell me, yeah, either end of the hour or the beginning of the next segment. We'll talk about that amazing Casey Kasem impression, and, and I will I will want that impression when we go into each of the categories. So just know when we get to running backs, we're going to need our Casey Kasem back. because You April. know so. that the soul of me is ready to go. <laughs> I'm Casey Kasem. This is your top five. Not very good, right? Not as good. I'm Casey Kasem. This is your top five. Mm, Pavona wins, like, hands down. No, Pavona wins. That was a major, major win. So, top five at each position, rest of season, and we can even talk into next year, starting with quarterbacks. Now, Bogman, I put this list together of the quarterbacks for rest of year. You tell me what you think, and when we come back from the break, we will obviously take any opinions anyone has, and we'll look at next year's. So, the top five at number five. Drew, Drew Brees makes uh, me feel fine. Throw in all the touchdowns down the line. Get it all out? I, almost, just about. I There's might have poison out of the snake there. Almost. Uh, I did give a, <laughs> Pavona loved it, a uh, 5B to Matthew Stafford because Stafford does have a half decent, pretty nice schedule. Uh, at number four is Russell Wilson. Number three. Okay. Alex Smith, rest of season quarterback. Number two, Carson Wentz. And number one, of course, is Tom Brady. Tom Brady cannot be number one if he's out here. Now, there's a lot of discussion to have here. This is rest of season top quarterbacks. If you, uh, if you disagree, you can uh, obviously hit us up. We've lost, you know, we lost uh, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, do you we lost remember Deshaun Watson? Back in the day in week one when it was just, you know, Quarterback was so deep, doesn't matter where you take them. You know, it's uh, Rodgers, and then it's Brady, and then you can take Roethlisberger late. You can take blah, blah, blah late, and then Deshaun Watson blows up, and it's like, oh, you got all these quarterbacks all over the place. And now we've got basically nothing. We've got basically nothing. Alex Smith is our third highest one. Now, when we come back from break, we're going to talk about the schedule because I think that plays a heavy role into this. It's kind of moved around. It's amazing to see Wentz and Alex Smith be there, but Wentz sits at the top. Alex Smith is there. We'll talk about what this means for next year, any of your takes, and then we will obviously get to running backs, which should be a hell of a lot of fun to try to figure out what the hell's going on there. That's Scott Bogman. I'm Chris Welsh. That's Casey Kasem over there, and uh, we'll be right back. It's in this league. Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone. We promise no weird viruses, no strange tracking things. 
just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge, dropping it all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. It's in this league. You've got to come back with me. Where? In this league. Great Scott. That's a good one. That's a good one, Pavona. You, <laughs> you, I got my eyes on you. That was you. a good one. Great Scott. Welcome back. Great Scott. Welcome back to Great Scott Bogman and Chris Welsh, a.k.a. The Welsh. What we are talking about right now is top five at each position. It's our top five list with Casey Kasem. We just <laughs> did quarterbacks where we're talking rest of season quarterbacks, and then I'm going to throw out um, next year, and then we'll see if we can get running backs in this segment. If you've got a take, whether it's on this stuff or just your own personal fantasy stuff, 844-84-FNTSY. You're more than welcome to call in, or you can tweet at us. Do what you want to do. I just laid out the rest of season list. Tom Brady at one, Carson Wentz at two, Alex Smith at three, Russell Wilson at four, and Drew, Drew Brees at five. Now, I'm gonna, I think Tom, Tom Brady is just... He just gets that. It doesn't matter if he was playing, you know, the Kansas City Chiefs for five straight games. He just gets yep. that because he's Tom Brady. Yep. Let me list no, off 100%. here. Okay, you agree. I'm going to list off the um, play, fantasy playoff matchups that Wentz and Smith have. And you tell me if there's one that leans a little bit more. Because right now, Carson Wentz, with uh, almost 2,300 yards passing, 23 touchdowns, five interceptions, and 200 yards rushing, he is too legit to quit. Can, can I just say that, I mean... Before you even say the schedules, I don't really care. I'm taking Carson. At two? Yep. Okay, yeah, I mean, he belongs there. Here is, yeah, I mean. Yeah, I mean, at two, it's it's got to be Wentz. I, I like Alex Smith, but they're going to they're gonna need to run the ball a little bit more because they've they've lost three out of the last four, and it's because well, they Hunt hasn't been getting the ball. Yeah, you, you nailed it. You totally nailed it. They the, the games they've lost, they've moved away from Kareem Hunt, so hopefully they understand to make that move. But Carson Wentz in the fantasy playoffs. Week 14, the Rams. Week 15, the Giants. Week 16, the Raiders. It kind of, I almost feel like it progresses down into the, the easy scope. Like, the Rams is not a great matchup, and that is in a way, and they're two away games. But is the championship week, he's at home against Oakland, which I kind of like that game a lot. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, I like Russell Wilson's Alex schedule. Smith? I like Russell Wilson's schedule. He's got, uh, Jacksonville sucks week one, but then... He's got the Rams and Dallas. I like those two games. Now, I'll tell you, this is why Alex Smith, I think, has to be near the top of the list because I think a lot of people can just kind of balk at the idea of Alex Smith, and understandably so, especially if over, you know, proving over what? I, I do. I, I yeah. balk at the idea of Alex Smith and Carson. Sure. Wentz. I mean, 18 touchdowns in one pick. And I think I put yeah. Alex Smith at number three here, but over guys like, you know, Drew Brees and Matt Ryan and stuff like that. But listen to his playoff schedule Oakland. Week 14, the Clippers, a.k.a. the Chargers, week 15, <laughs> and the Dolphins in week 16. Yeah. Give me a break. I mean, that's it's, uh, you know, to say the least, favorable. It is favorable. Now, the, the only question marks came kind of at, at uh, the fifth one where I put Drew Brees just, you know, kind of just because he's Drew Brees. But Matt Stafford, he goes Tampa Bay, Chicago, and Cincinnati. In I his, like that uh, a lot. I like that a lot. I wouldn't kill anybody that wanted to make an argument for Matt Stafford as the number five over Drew Brees. I, I would buy it. Yeah, I, I would buy that too. You know, it's just 
after you get out of these guys, it gets ugly, man. Yeah, I mean, what, is, is it you can can you make a case for anybody else? I mean, maybe Cam Newton at five. I mean, Cam Newton because of the rushing yards Goff. and the rushing touchdowns. Goff, would, I seriously considered Goff, but dude, at the end of the day, I, I just can't do it. Like, I mean, I had a trouble between Breeze and Stafford. I feel like after Stafford, maybe it's Goff, then it's Newton, but I like I'm not going to take any of those guys over Drew Breeze. Maybe Stafford, but yeah. I'm not taking Cam Newton over Breeze. So no, it, it's a pretty it's a pretty far fall off for the rest of the season. And little would anyone have known. Look at this list, Boggs, and think of the people that waited on quarterbacks here. And look at Wentz and Alex Smith. I mean, people are riding, you know, riding home in the championships with their, uh, you know, their Ferrari-like running backs and their Maserati-like wide receivers. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're 100% right, and that's why we, we usually say, you know, you take a top one or you wait. Yeah. You don't take a middling guy. And now, next uh, year. Next year, okay. Next year. Where's this Andrew is the- Luck on this list? <laughs> he is so far down. It's He's still questionable. Funny. I mean, you, have you heard the rumblings? He might not play again. Have, yeah. Have you he also heard done? that there's like a huge rift and that he may want off this team and that they say it's mental? They say it's mental right now. They say for it's six mental. weeks. I'm sure it's, it's mental. Uh, I don't know. I mean, that, that's it's not mental? the most unheard of thing. You think, you think Andrew Luck doesn't want to play? I don't know. He's pretty competitive. I don't know. Not on the field. But That's I've all also I know. seen the Colts' offensive line. Maybe he doesn't want to play behind that. I don't know. Yeah, maybe he wants to wait. But here. I think pulling an Eli Manning in the middle of your career that you've already played half of it with a team is, you know, yeah. I don't know. I just, I don't know. I don't know. I can't explain it. I have no idea why. But guess what? Spoiler alert. Not on the top five for next year. This is the top <laughs> five that I put. Now, I'm going to go top to bottom because bottom is more interesting. Number one quarterback next year. I'll, I'll give you whatever argument you want to make on it. But I have Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is my number one. And Brady's yeah, my number two. If you want to have Brady yep. at one, I'm fine. Right? Either way. Okay. Vice versa. That's fine. We agree. Number three for next year. Bogman and I have have a consensus on this because we talked about this one before. Deshaun Watson's got to be the number three quarterback. As long as he's fully yeah. recovered. Yeah, as long as he's fully recovered, he's he's in there for sure, 100%. Because um, he runs, he throws, he's got great targets. Um yeah, you know he's done it all. He was he was not only the rookie of the year uh, up to the week that he got hurt. He was pushing for the MVP. So yeah, dude. I mean, he did Watson's not start did not start the there. season. Seven games had seventeen hundred yards, nineteen touchdowns. Did have eight picks, but it was uh, two hundred sixty nine yards, nice rushing, nice. and two touchdowns. That would be near the top of the rushing list. And I mean, he would have had a legit play at thirty plus touchdowns, uh, and and how he was throwing the ball with DeAndre Watkins or DeAndre Hopkins. I would say that he's there, and he's number three. And Bogman and I both agree he he belongs as the number three quarterback. Number four, maybe there's an argument. I'm going to put Drew Brees on here because he's still Drew Brees. Um, yeah, I, I would. There's a guy in your five that I would put over Brees, and I could have, and I was almost going to put a four-way battle for four and five because, in agreement with you, number five, I just don't know where this sits. I have Carson Wentz versus Russell Wilson versus Matt Ryan. I could easily be okay with Wentz at four and Russell Wilson at five and Drew Brees off of this, so maybe it is between all those guys. Where do you sit? I would put Russell at four behind Watson, and then I'd go Brees and then Ryan or Wentz and Ryan, whatever. So you had Wilson and then who's five? Breeze. Okay, Breeze is five. Okay, so he's not in there. Because this, the discussion kind of hit up in one of our ITL rooms of 
was Carson Wentz a top five quarterback? Now the you know exactly what they were talking about was kind of like you know in question. I still never even saw was it that was he a top five quarterback in real football or was it fantasy? I've got I think no idea. Football. In real football, uh, I, th- I think five? it was real football. I mean, in fantasy, there's no doubting. I mean, look at the stats. He's top five. Well, we're talking so. fantasy, though. We're, this is what we're doing. We're talking fantasy. Well, I know we're talking fantasy. I'm saying I think they were talking about Oh, okay. But, but so. I'm saying we're talking fantasy, and you're saying he's no doubt a top five, but then we just said he's not top five. For next year. I think for this year, he's definitely – I didn't argue with him at two for this year. For next year, you know – I don't know. So guys can figure it out. You know, the league will adjust back to you, and it's you have to make that the adjustment back. You know. Yeah, and, and I'm putting uh, Russell Wilson. He's been good in player. air yards. Like Carson has been good in air yards. It's not like he's these aren't like screen passes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Everything's working out, but they've kind of had an easy-ish schedule so far this year. I just want to see. You know, the schedule gets more difficult on the back end. You know, they've played. Uh, you know, Kansas City was their tough game. Uh, I I guess if you want to put Carolina in there, that that could have been a tough game. I mean, they won that twenty eight twenty three. We looked at the matchups, uh, by the way. They they played four top fifteen pass defenses, and they played four bottom fifteen pass defenses. Right. Just putting that out there. Okay, so the rest of the schedule is Dallas twice, Chicago, who's underrated. Seattle, the Rams, Oakland, and the Giants. So, yeah. you know, that I mean, he could pass for yards in those games where the Eagles going to win those games. That's, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see. He's got it, great it remains to be seen. I just, you know, like, like I don't hate Carson Wentz. I got accused of hating Carson Wentz, but I called him a game manager. Yeah, and, yeah, people didn't know, like that. Kind, kind of, of a game manager. And I, I don't think game manager is a negative term because there are plenty of quarterbacks that, can't be called game manager because they don't manage the game. Is he like a game manager right now? No, uh, he's, nah, a he's not a manager of anything. He's going to be a manager right. of, a, of a blimpies at this point. Right. Jameis Winston is uh, not even a game manager right now. He, right now, I would call him a mistake. He doesn't look good, and he's no. hurt. So not at all. No, it's not good whatsoever. I mean, it's a difficult. It's a difficult look for next year. I think Carson Wentz belongs. He's going to be in that top eight. Like Carson Wentz is probably going to be next year's Kirk Cousins, you know, which is probably not going to sit well with a lot of people. But I feel like it's going to be that type of hype, a guy that you can get at eight quarterback overall that has top four potential, that type of thing. But I he think, also might yeah. go too high. He's going to be a controversial one because no one's going to mess with Rodgers and Brady, and I feel like there's going to be very little pushback on Watson. But with Wentz, you know, depending on how he finishes out this year, it's uh, people are going to be Team Wentz MVP and people are going to be Team Regression. Don't draft him. Let me ask you just real like quick. The, just like the Matt Ryan people were right this year. We're going to go to break people here in just Matt a Ryan. second. Yeah, and when we come back, we're going to hit the running backs and wide receivers. But the more that you're talking about Wentz, and I'm not saying you're a hater on him, but you're kind of talking – you talk through the schedule there. Dallas, Chicago, who you kind of like, Seattle, Rams. I mean, that's a tough four-stretch. Giants in Oakland maybe gets a little bit easier. Russell Wilson, who you mentioned, he is here's his schedule rest of the way. Arizona at Arizona, Atlanta at San Francisco, Philly at Jacksonville, Rams, Dallas, and then he ends at Dallas. Do you like Wentz or Russell Wilson rest of the season? Uh, you know what? They're, they're, they're relatively close. I guess because the run game is so horrible in Seattle, everything's going to be put on Russell. I would take Russell. 
Okay. That's why I feel like you were leaning. All right. Well, any of your takes are welcome. We're going to talk running backs, talk wide receivers, and our top five with Casey Pavona. Coming back on the other side of this break, it's in this league, Bogman the Welsh. Skix sneakers are taking over tailgates and alumni homes across America. Skix canvas high top, low top, slip on, and kids tennis style sneakers designed in officially licensed college colors and logos is a must have for every college fan's wardrobe. Fun, fashionable, and comfortable. Whether you're at the big game or watching the game at home, Skix helps fans perform better. Go to Skix.com and use promo code FNTSY for 15% off your pair now. That's Skix.com. Skix sneakers, the soul of a true the next screw that falls out is going to be you. In this league. What was that? In this league. You just bought yourself another Saturday, mister. Oh, crushed. Uh, 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 oh, put your fists up. Yeah, yeah. Welcome back to In This League. Scott Bogman, Chris Welsh, Pavona with the Super Rejoins. We're talking top five. We're talking top fives of positions. Top five. We're, we're done with quarterbacks. Let's uh, let's get the quarterback conversation out. Running backs mm, might be a lot easier, though the top end is a little bit tougher. So, uh, Casey Kasem, can we get our open for running backs? Are you ready? You've heard the top five field generals, and now it's time to move to the ones that have their backs, literally. I'm Casey Kasem, and these are the top five running backs. <laughs> this is a plus. How do we get so lucky? How did in this league get so lucky? Uh, this great stuff. You ain't doing this on on target. You better not be. Damn it. <laughs> Save this for us. All right. Uh, top five running backs. Rest of season, and then we can take a look at the end of the year. Bogman, I will read them off, and then after I read them off, we'll get your take. At number five, we've got Kareem Hunt. Yes, don't call people Kareem Hunt, or they could mis- uh, mistake that for other things. Number four, Leonard Fournette, who we both love. Number three is Todd Gurley, not Turd Gurley, at number three. Number two, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this one just like Ron Burgundy. Ezekiel Elliott? With a question mark, maybe? <laughs> and number one, Le'Veon Bell. He's on a mission to be number one. Those are rest of season running backs. I think it's fair to th- kind of clump all of those guys in a, a, a similar tier. But what are your comments on those running backs here? Ezekiel Elliott's the most difficult. Well, I don't think Zeke's getting suspended at all this season. So I would just put him at number two. Now, it, between him and Gurley is really tough because, when, like you said, the schedule matters. And when you look at the schedule, Zeke has two easy matchups, and then the championship is tough for him. And I'll be going to read um, off. Read, read off. Do you have Elliots? Yeah, I've got Elliots. So it would go the Giants, the Raiders, and then the Seahawks. Oh, so That's the championship tough. week is rough. Right. For Todd Gurley, I got Gurley. Reverse, it goes Philly, Seattle, at Seattle, and then at Tennessee, which is a nice matchup. Yeah, so, that's pretty good in the championship week. So those guys are really close. Yeah, so they're really cr- close. I mean, if you if you want to say, hey, I don't know what's going on with Zeke, then obviously Todd Gurley would be your number two, and Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon's got to get in there too. Well, he's getting a ton of targets and all dude, that stuff. He does have wh- the knee thing though. 
You and I were just having this conversation. I got offered in a, in a league, and it was not a bad trade offer at all. Someone's going to trade me Lev Bell. They wanted my Melvin Gordon back, but also my Tyreek Hill. And I was like, yeah, it's just Melvin Gordon and Lev Bell. Melvin. What's that? I, it said it was a foot injury, not a knee for Melvin yeah. Gordon. Well, and Melvin Gordon, I believe he has the exact same amount of targets that Lev Bell has. Lev Bell has a couple more catches, but obviously Bell's got a little bit more rushing yards. Gordon, uh, originally when we set this list, I had Elliott at five because I just didn't know. And I put him with Melvin because he belonged in that territory. Now, looking at the other two of Fournette and Kareem Hunt, I'm going to just list these off for you real quick because this could change minds maybe potentially. Here is Leonard Fournette's playoff schedule. Seattle. The first week, week 14. Ugh. Houston, week week uh, 15. Eh, okay. Week 16, the San Francisco 49ers. He's going to run for 400 <laughs> yards. That's He's why. He's got the Todd Gurley schedule. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. But that's why I put him ahead. Though, I will tell you, if you look at all these backs, I think I like Kareem Hunt's schedule the most, similar to what I told you with Alex Smith, because they've got Oakland, the Clippers, and the Dolphins. Yeah, uh, the, the the Dolphins are 26 against the run. I'm looking for the Clippers. And who was the other one? Um, who did I just tell you? I just I talked about how sexy the it was. Chargers are, are, are yeah, Clippers, uh, Dolphins, number, and Raiders. Are number two against the run. So, or, or I guess I, you know what? My list is bass backwards here. It's on who's giving up the most yards instead of the fewest. Yeah, yeah the, Char- like, so the, the Chargers are, are giving so good. them all up. Yeah, yeah, Chargers are uh, second worst behind your Niners. So Where are the Raiders? The Oakland Raiders are Raiders. Uh, they're 12th worst, so they're yeah. giving up 119. Where are the Dolphins? The Miami Dolphins are... They're 20... Well, let's see, let's see, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6 best, 94 mm-hmm. yards a game. Okay, that's kind of surprising, and that's championship week. I don't know. I still like the matchups on Cremont. I think the list we had of the top five on the running backs, that's about right. But the running backs mean less because I think it's it's moot points. You're not going to, you know, you're not going to go you're trade. Not, not start any of these dudes. Yeah, right. but you're also you're not going to go. Who did we say had like a really bad matchup in week sixteen? I don't remember who it was. Was it Elliot? Yeah. If Elliot's like healthy or not healthy, but he's not suspended in, in uh, limbo, <laughs> or if healthy. you're playing. Yeah, you're yeah, you're not gonna go trade Elliott for Fournette because Fournette plays the Niners in Week 16. I mean, maybe I mean <laughs> maybe I someone does. I'm not, gonna, <laughs> I'm not gonna do that just to make sure I got my guy. But of course, you never know when uh, Leonard Fournette's gonna miss a meeting and uh, ruin your whole uh, year. You, you never see know his that. tweet. The you Welsh? see his tweet. He's like, I was on. I don't time. care. Uh, who cares? Oh, you. Oh, you, you're, you're, you're so mad, aren't you? I'm. Yeah. I, you're for, so mad. I was. I was projected to go like seven and one, and I wound up going four and four. It's terrible. Yeah, you're still mad. I, I yeah. would have won uh, at least two of those other leagues. I'm very so happy I that uh, I should have had a six and two week. People can't see the um, the the show sheet we had for football when we talked about that because uh, Bachman wasn't happy. Wasn't a happy nope. camper. Uh, Let's look listen, at. You can listen to the last pod to hear. Yeah, my there's some bleeps. There's some bleeps in there. Fantasy ITL fantasy football next season. Let's break this down because it is similar, but David Johnson has got to go on that list. So how do you make out next year's list here? So David Johnson gets hurt. He comes back. Do you put him at one, or does he go below Bell put him and Elliot? Two. Okay. I'd so probably Bell, go Bell Johnson. Bell and then probably Johnson because if Elliot's going to serve out his suspension, I think it is next year. 
Well, it doesn't serve it out at all. That's the big question. That's why Elliot is wacko here. I don't know how I would actually say, I mean, I guess if you're going into next year, we're going to know. We'll probably know tomorrow. We'll know Thursday what's happening here. If Elliot's there, he goes three. And then how do you discern between Gurley, Fournette, and Hunt? I mean, you kind of have to see how they end out this season. You know, If you were to do it right now, though. any injury, If I do it right now, I'd go Gurley, Fournette, Hunt. I'd go that way. Because Gurley's the number one scorer at running back right now. Fournette so you're leaving Elliott out? Really good. Oh, no, yeah, you're leaving probably. Hunt out. You're going Gurley, Fournette, Hunt. So Hunt is out of the top five. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because you went, you went Bell, Johnson, Elliott, Gurley, Fournette. Yep. But yeah, I'm Tough. trying to find a way to get Melvin Gordon in there, and I can't. No, you can't. He's got to be number seven. got to be yeah. seven. I, I think I'm Man, in agreement with crazy. that list. Yeah, no disagreements. Uh, let's go to wide receivers. Final one here. Uh, Casey Pavona, are we ready for the wide receiver top five? You have your throwers. You have the runners. Now you can learn the catchers. Here are the top five wide receivers. I'm Casey Kasem. <laughs> I, I just, can we do this every week? This is great. That music, I just feel like uh, I'm, That's the music. I'm, in a Wes Anderson, I'm in a Wes Anderson movie. Oh, yeah. Owen Wilson's walking around with like a little like scarf that's tucked <laughs> into a jacket. Racket. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's got a tennis racket. He's like, Gwyneth, hey, guys. Gwyneth Paltrow doesn't love him. Right. Anybody else depressed? You're like, yeah, totally. That's like, that's what's going on. <laughs> I totally agree. That is the music. That's the top 40 music. All right. Uh, number five here. Well, eh. let's come and go top to bottom because number five is a really tough one. At number one, Antonio Brown. No shock to anybody. Number two, yeah. I still think this is tough. I went Julio Jones, number two. Nah. Number three, no? You don't agree? No, nah, I don't know if Julio's on this list with this weird injury. Okay. Number three, DeAndre Hopkins. He's been amazing. Number four, T.Y. Hilton. And number five, <sighs> It is a tie. I don't know how we figure this out. Alshon Jeffrey or Tyreek Hill. And yes, I left out Des Bryant, Mike Evans. Those guys are not on this top five list. What do you think about it? Man, I hate this list. It is rough. You can't put T.Y. Hilton in it. You can't. I mean, Dude, look he's at like his... he's like third in uh, yards. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Look, look at his look at his scores here. Six, eight, twenty-eight. Six, second 24, two, four, three, 34. He has three good games. And I, you know what, dude? I think On Target was talking about this today. Um, he has three games where you could start him and a bunch of games where he's not even a wide receiver three. He has three games where he's amazing. You Every other game, shows? terrible. Listen, Can't listen do to it. other shows on our watch? I do. Yeah. I do. I want to I be informed. Uh, you know, even with – so Hilton's gone off the list for me. I'd put A.J. Green in. Eh, see, uh, he's weak and he's soft. Oh, I don't care. I'll take His quarterback is – I do, I battled A.J. Green on this list, but it – I don't know. It hasn't been a great season. 500. And if this is if this is PPR, eh. you know, yeah, Doug Baldwin probably needs yeah, to go PPR. on this list. Top five? Yeah. I'd, put it, I'd take him over uh, T.Y. Hilton 100%. Hundred thousand percent, I'd take him over T.Y. Hilton. Well, I mean, this is this is the most divisive one. This, uh, I mean, yeah, and you, I mean, you look wide at... receivers are the toughest because they're connected to quarterbacks who, you know, this year suck. So you never know. I mean, that's what you. I'm less concerned about counting on T.Y. Hilton and more concerned about counting. Well, who on who the hell do we agree on here? Do we agree that Brown and Hopkins are on this list? 
Yeah, AB and Hopkins are on the list. I, and and you can put Alshon and, and Tyreek Hill on the list, but I think like Hilton has to come off, and Julio may need to come off too. Mm, I'm keeping Julio on. I'm cool if we wanted to change out A.J. Green for Hilton, but Hilton, I mean, there has been a rhythm, and Hilton is number two in yards. So when we call out, I mean, he is a, a boomer bust type of guy, and boomer busts are some of the scariest to put out there. So I can get taking him off, but Jeffrey and Hill both got good matchups. We've talked Maybe about Golden them. Tate with Matt Stafford and all that. It, uh, what that a great mess schedule. All right, well, we got a little segment coming back. We will talk about the next year wide receivers. Maybe get a little story from Pavone if we got time. So don't go anywhere. Hunter Henry, Sterling Shepard, Michael Thomas. These three NFL sophomores are not due to slump. They're due to break out, just like the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. In year two, things are only getting better. Make sure to listen live and download the app, FNTSY Radio. It's free and it's 24-7. The best fantasy sports content is on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Wait, wait, let me let me explain something to you. I am not in this league. You're in this league. I'm the dude. <laughs> Man, you are one pathetic loser. <laughs> Welcome back. It's in this league. Bogman the Welsh in this league.com is the place that you can go check out or search in this league in iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. And you can find, oh, you can find a whole collection of different stuff. Basketball, football, baseball. We got prospect ones. You got this show. If you miss any of it, you can listen on demand. Subscribe to them all. Five-star rate. Review them all. Spread the word. Spread the good word of in this league, won't you? We were talking top five, or top five of top wide five. receivers. Just did running backs, did quarterbacks. Rest of season, it's just, I think it's highly debatable. You know, T.Y. Hilton off, A.J. Green on, Alshon Jeffrey, Tyreek Hill, maybe Julio's Baldwin. off on. It's crazy. On, off, on, off. Me, I feel like the, uh, you know, the Nyat Roxbury guys. Me, him, me, him, him, me, me, me. I forget about it. Next season, though, uh, this is the list I put together. Let me know what you think. Antonio Brown won, obviously. DeAndre yeah. Hopkins, two, because uh, Deshaun Watson will be back. Odell Beckham, three. Julio Jones, four. Mm. And then five is like Jordy, AJ, Evans. What do you think about the top five next year? You know, one, two, and three are automatic, I think. You could put OBJ or DeAndre Hopkins, how, whatever order you want to put them in. Uh, I, I do like that you said Antonio Brown, obviously. Yeah, well, I mean, that's an obvious one. And I think a lot, I think like, there's going to be kickback on Julio next year because of, you know, just every single year. It's uh, Beckham, you know, too, though, man. Beckham, too. It, it could be, but at least like Beckham will be like recovered and all good to go. You know, with, with Julio, he's never going to be 100 percent. He's going to be quite. It seems like he's questionable every single week that he plays. And you don't know what to do with him, and then he misses some games, and he's getting older. And this, uh, you know, this Atlanta offense hasn't looked fantastic this year. I think there's going to be some pushback. It's not in his talent. His talent is top five, hundred percent. It's just in his uh, injury history here. It's a yeah, bit much. It, it, it's debatable. I think Hopkins belongs in there, and then the question, you know, Jordy getting Aaron Rodgers back. There's an age question. Jordy's old too. He's old, too. Does A.J. Green? Where does Mike Evans fit with Jameis Winston? It's it's a tough one. That's a list we put together. It's, it's you know, it's a tier of 
probably the top three, and then the tier moves to like seven other guys. So there you go. That is right. our top five rest of season. And, and look Saquon at next Barclay year. Barkley will go in running backs immediately after Le'Veon Bell. So <laughs> number two overall. <laughs> you are going to be ridiculous. two overall. You're going to be ridiculous. Uh, very no, good no, stuff. By the way, Pavona. Pavona, you uh, you told us you got very excited when we were doing the uh, Casey Kasem bit. You jumped right in. You have an A plus impression. Uh, Casey Kasem, he means a little something, something, something to you. He's the reason why I'm in radio. Wow, really? Yeah, you're Vin Scully. Okay, how did this happen? Uh, I remember I remember going to school one day with my mom. I, I had to be about like six, seven years old, and. They were doing an Ameri- – it was the American Top 40 of like – it was like a Monday or something, and I just – I heard his voice, and I was just like, wow, I love this. And then later on, I ended up watching Saved by the Bell where they, they had Zack Attack, and they did like the whole thing that like – it was like an E behind the music thing, but it was the, the guys from Saved by the Bell, and it was starred Casey Kasem in that. He was guest starring in it, and I was just instantly hooked. He just locked in. <laughs> I like that. I think uh, that's a good story. Some people have it as uh, Vin Scully. Uh, Some people will have it as, you think anybody has it like Joe Buck? You think anybody is like, oh, my God, Joe Buck, you totally got me I want to be a guy that sounds like he's really bored and call games. Or Chris Berman. Oh, I mean, the the (laughs) Chris Berman we should just put in a prison in Australia. Just put them away. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Like that like, was a staple for a while, but you know he ruined the All Star game, whoop. the home run derby. Whoop, 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 I, like the whoop, whoops are fine, whoop. but the whoop, 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 drove me crazy. Drives me crazy. All of it. All right, there you go, Casey. Casey Kasem. Uh, next hour, we're going to be talking about the Week Ten plays and some other stuff, and maybe your questions. So don't go anywhere in this league. Coming up, more. we'll be right back, 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 back. back. I'm Casey Kasem.